there, and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will guide you through a movie. Well, here it is, number 9 of my last 10 podcast. Yes, folks, after 7 years, dozens of franchise, hundreds of movies, and almost 400 podcasts, I'm hanging up the headset at the magic number 400. So for these last podcasts, I thought I'd take a quickie look at some movies that are either little known or indeed forgotten about. Tonight, I'm looking at 2010's Don't Be Afraid of the Dark from Guillermo del Toro, Toro, based on an ABC TV movie from 1973. Let's get him as a kid. This thing was in the works since 1993, then was shut out in 2010 to quickly get forgotten about and overshadowed by the Insidious movies. Filmed in Australia for a budget of around $25 million, this thing limped in $38 million. So with a very minimum cast, I think there's only nine or so in the cast, this movie hangs on the shoulders of one person, that being Bailey Madison, who was 11 at the time of filming. Happily, I can say she works in this role. However, for half of this movie, I don't believe a nine-year-old girl, as she's playing in the movie, would do half the stuff this movie says she does. Such as making friends with weird, evil, tooth fairy-like creatures, hell-bent on dragging her into the dark to do God knows with with her corpse. Or the fact that... um. She doesn't tell anybody about this thing until they start going haywire, start going wrong. I mean, this seems off, and the fact she's fighting with her single-handedly with a fucking Polaroid camera kind of doesn't work either. I mean, I don't know. I mean, then there's the fact that her father, a bankrupt, disgraced art dealer slash antique dealer, could afford this huge-ass house in Rose Island. Speaking of which, the dad is played by Guy Pearce, and he plays it like an annoyed yuppie, desperately to try to cling on to his life before the, quote, scandal. He just seems cold, uncaring, and absent from this little girl's life. Uh, a daughter he has with an L.A. wife who dumps the, the daughter on the sky's life for reasons. I mean, she just dumps the daughter one day and that's it. I mean, she sticks her on a plane, send her to Rhode Island and the end of, that's it. The mother's not mentioned again. She's like, there's like one phone call and that's it. I mean, no. On to the third person of this cast, Katie Holmes, who plays the wicked stepmother role, yet she doesn't. Halfway through this movie, she switches from mean, selfish bitch onto... Um, rather, I mean, selfish bitch only caring about money, and uh, I have no idea. She just doesn't. She just seems cold and aloof, and quite nasty and quite aggressive to the little girl. Yet halfway through the movie, she switches to a loving stepmother who gives her life in order to save her stepdaughter, who she's known for less than a week. This just feels off. I mean, this feels rushed, and I don't know. It just feels. Uh, I mean, I, I can't put a finger on it. This just feels off. As for the rest of the cast, we have Jack Thompson playing the groundskeeper who knows a little too much about the house and the secrets within. He pays the ultimate price when the creatures take revenge and try to kill him using a pair of 
scissors, I believe, and, and a small foot knife. I mean, this is ridiculous how he's attacking this bloody thing, by the way. And it's ridiculous how these teeny little creatures can almost kill people just like that. I mean, they, they attack like four or five people on this, and it's like, yeah, they're teeny things. I don't think so. Mm. Then there's a housekeeper played by Julia Blake, who may or may not know about the creatures, but she tries her best to save Bailey from them. Again, this is a pointless character. She does pretty much nothing but scream and shout and get the little girl together, and that's about it. On to said creatures. I hated the design. They looked like generic evil little fairies, minus the wings. Nasty little evil creatures with little to no backstory. I think it's dropped. They come, they come from Wales in the 1800s and have been trapped in a house ever since. Why? I have no idea. And how they were caught? Again, I have no idea. Where they exactly came from? Again, I have no idea. All there is, is a backstory, is a millionaire goes nuts in the late 1800s when his son is taken by the Tooth Fairies. And in order to get him back, he must feed them human teeth. He then proceeds to smash out all his own teeth and then kill a maid and smash out her teeth to get his son back, but he never does. That's it. For an hour and 45 minute movie, this is it. That's the entire backstory of where the fuck these things came from. And then it spends, what, about an hour, hour and 20 minutes of this little girl fighting off dozens of these evil killer toothy creatures, hell-bent on taking her away into the darkness for reasons. No one believing her, because of course it is, it's a horror movie, until the last, I don't know, 20 minutes or so, 10 minutes or so. This feels padded to hell, and all I can see is why this was forgotten about, because... It just feels meh. I mean, mm. however, in saying that, this isn't a bad movie. Bailey Madison is great as a scared yet determined little girl fighting off these little monsters. Katie Holmes is great once she drops the mean stepmother act as a woman trying to keep it all together for her man as her life falls to complete pieces, and then she has to sacrifice herself for the greater good. However, Guy Pearce is bad in this. He's playing an art dealer, I don't know, antiques dealer, I think, with a disgraced reputation, yet we aren't told why. Was it from divorcing a Hollywood actress? Was it from dipping in the till? Was, it, was he, I don't know, stealing money from his clients? I have no idea. Was it because he had an affair with Katie Holmes? It is never explained, or if it was, it wasn't explained clearly. Like I said, this feels bare-boned, like a TV show episode stretched to a movie. It feels off. The scares don't work. The acting is fine. The effects are okay, but this just feels blah. It just feels off. Plus, again, I don't believe a spoiled little brat nine-year-old girl wouldn't be scared of these tooth-fairy creatures from minute one until they turn on her. They whisper at her from the heating ducts and tell her things that they want her to do. Then they play with her, destroy her toys and then destroy said toys in order to get into trouble. Why? In fact, they continually destroy things around the house and blame her for it. Yet they're trying to get her on their side. It doesn't mesh. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I don't know about this movie at all. This feels off. It just feels rushed. Like This was the first draft of a script and then they went to film with it. Overall, I'd say stick this on 
throw on a blanket, light some candles and have your favourite snacks while watching us on a cold winter's night. I say this is what? A 5 out of 10 easy? Anyway, thank you for listening. Now don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe and follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. My next podcast will be my 7th year anniversary as I look at Ghostbusters Afterlife to wrap up that franchise. And this will be a full review. I know I said earlier I'll be quick reviews, but fuck it, I'm doing a full review. Then my Halloween special will be Halloween 3, the black sheet of the franchise. Again, this will be a full review. As for the other movies, I have no idea what I'm picking. So I guess we'll find out when I cover them. Now go and check out one of my hundreds of other podcasts. Uh, bye! <laughs>